Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. We are an ARI YMBF fan podcast where we talk about anything and everything Allison Rosen. I am Lisa Lowry, and on this episode, we will talk about the Monday, June 6th episode with Ben Glebe and the Thursday, June 9th episode, Allison's News, Jenna's Birthday, and Greg's Pitches. But first, I would like to introduce fellow best friends, Adam. Welcome, Adam. Hi. Howdy. Glad you're back. Thank you. Welcome, Demian. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> and last but... Certainly not least, it's Superfan Megan. Hey, Bobes, and I have uh, a, an announcement about my greeting before I greet, which is I used to um, greet the the uh, fan cast audience by just looking at anything I can see and saying it and calling them that. But as of now, and for probably the next eight months, I'm going to... Uh, call you baby-related items. Oh, so, it. hello, my little swaddles. Cute. How the heck are you? We are good and glad to have you. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to do something a little different this week. Normally, we talk about the Monday episode, but it certainly got trumped this week. So, this week, we're going to talk about the Thursday episode. Allison's big news, Jenna's birthday, Greg's pitches. Um, so, Megan, why don't you start it off? Oh, my God. I don't know where to start. I mean, Allison's Prego, that is the most amazing thing ever, came really out of the the blue for me um, and really caught me off guard. Uh, But I was just so moved. It's been super emotional. I like I think that for, you know, her most, you know, her biggest fans that it is really emotional having um just sort of gone on this journey with her. And so, yeah, when I found out, I I was so excited. I could not think of anything else, and I could not <laughs> sleep. I was up until, like, 3 in the morning. Uh, wow. Just because I was, I was so excited. I listened to the episode twice, because I listen Wednesday nights. Um, I start checking at, like, 8.30-ish is usually a good time to start checking. And usually between 8.30 and 9 and on Wednesdays, uh, Pacific time, I should point out, uh, the episodes are posted. So I, I think I listened to it, like, within 10 minutes after it was posted and just flipped my fucking shit um, and told Ra- texted Raphael, and I'm like, listen now. Like, you have to listen now. And I tweeted, like, every, like the world is stopped moving, guys. Listen to ARIONVF. Um, I got a text. Everyone else was tweeting that. Yep, too. I got a text from Leanne, too. Listen, if you're not already listening, listen right now. <laughs> yeah, it was like the biggest news in the world. And now today, as suspected, like she's gotten this huge outpouring of you know fans congratulating her that I've been just keeping up with on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, and it's just fucking beautiful and amazing that um you know like she had posted early on facebook today she you know thanked the fans for the outpouring of support that she's had today and like she says you know it feels like we're all in this together and i saw uh, that i i couldn't agree more i know i think that it must have been well it's in her nature to share right away i'm sure to share everything that's going on even though as scary as it is so early and everything that they've gone through, but they've gone through it all with us. So I love that she still shared it with us, you know, even though it's the early stages, but I, it is, 
I never listened to it that early, but last night I did because today the kids are home from school now and I thought, you know what, I should probably get a head start on it just to kind of listen a little bit. And I saw Allison's news and I thought, hmm, don't tell me she got some new snack or something, <laughs> you know, and like I'm going to be all, oh, great. But um, even though we're not talking about the Ben Glebe episode, he said something that sparked something in my head that she was going to be pregnant. Or he said something about, I have a good feeling about it. Yeah, he did. Yes. He did. And I thought, does he know something or is he like psychic or something? But now I'm like, she probably told him and he that was his little thing. Do you think? I think he was just being positive because his whole he was being generally like assertive about stuff the whole time. Remember, because they were talking about um, claim it or own it, you know, like you're the best podcast interviewer. Remember, he was pumping around. Yeah. So I think it was all part of that. Um, but I could be wrong. Adam, what do you think about the news? Uh, it was exciting. Also, I didn't think I thought that it was going to be that her show had been picked up. I thought the same thing. That's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> because I knew I knew Greg was back this week after doing oh, yes. uh, TV stuff the week before and then TV stuff uh, last week. And so I thought that uh, I think they're going into like making pilot season or pitch season because he talked about pitching with Joel McHale. And so I thought their show had been picked up. Right. I, when I saw all the tweets, I was like, oh, cool. And so I had a very long day yesterday. Um, it was a good day. Don't get me wrong, because my son graduated high school. Aww. Oh, wow. Congrats. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, and then so after that was over, I had to drive my grandfather home. And it was a long drive. And I, so I get home. and It was pretty late. And that's when I started seeing the tweets. And so I, you know, I was kind of tired. And I saw that. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I... I found out what it really was because i was listening and i was like oh wow totally caught me off guard but it was it was really exciting um and i'm very happy for her um it was interesting to listen to you know them talk about their concerns you know and my kids are much older so it's it's interesting to me to think oh yeah you don't know what you're getting into yeah no kidding i know it's, well, yeah what adam their their concern of twins is like a pretty real concern well that uh, is I mean, one, like, that's that's kind of the risk you take doing, uh, you know, like, in vitro and uh, right. and that sort of stuff anyways. And then to have, like, two relatively healthy eggs implanted. So Daniel made the joke, uh, you know, if he if they have twins, he's moving to Mexico. Uh, <laughs> right. He better start learning Spanish because, statistically speaking, they're probably having twins. I have a feeling that, too. And they're going to, what, find out next week or something if they're having twins? Uh, yeah, I think they're going to check, like, the viability of both of the eggs and all that stuff next week, is my understanding. But I'm the least qualified person in the world to talk about how babies are made or raised. <laughs> well, you know how to practice, right? Um, it, it's, it blew my mind. I'm still, it's funny because every single week, I think, this could be the week that she's going to say it, but you're not prepared for it. Because every single week it's like, oh, I had to go to the doctor and I got a shot and I'm on hormones and it sucks and I'm this and that. And it's like this horrible like path that she's had to take just to get these going. And then for her to just say those words, I'm pregnant, is like, what? <laughs> yeah, I think I was partly caught off guard too because a lot of the stuff she's been talking about all seemed like the prep stuff. And, and I don't recall her saying anything about you know, implantation. So that's probably why it wasn't suspecting. 
Um, Yeah, and I did notice she talked about the egg retrieval before and that there was going to be some sort of thing, but then she never mentioned it. And I thought, oh, there was a time where she wasn't really talking about it. So maybe she was kind of like, you know, just letting it go. But what are what do you think are some names? Any names? (laughs) I I recommended. I recommended on Twitter that she named one of them Potato (laughs) uh, from the from the Ben Glebe episode. Right. Yeah, I think. It was a long time ago, but I remember her talking, I think, about one of her friends and saying something like, oh, I I like that name a lot. And I don't remember whose name it was or what the name was, and I wish I could remember. I remember that, too, and I don't remember the name either. But I know they've been talking about names because I think Daniel was talking about the name, I don't know, they were kind of talking about names and then you talked about the name Gene and about people looking like that name. If you're named Gene, you look like a Gene. And I said, oh, yeah. Right. And I thought, I wonder if they're going back and forth with names and why that's why that even stuck out or if that was just separate. But I know they're talking about names and of course they're not going to mention Was that the episode where we discovered what Allison's father's name was? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> right, because they're talking about how they didn't expect her dad to be, like John is his name. Right. And- they're, and they're like, we did not expect your dad to be named John. So that would make sense that they would start talking. About they thought it was going to be like that. Shlomo or something. <laughs> yeah, John, John is so Gentile. It is. It totally is. Um, that would be fun. I think let's start that hashtag. What? What? I don't know what the hashtag is going to be, but what do you think the names are? We want everyone. I want everyone to put out some names, though. I think that would be fun. But also, I was talking to Megan earlier, and I thought it would be fun for everybody to send me little sound clips. And I can put together like a little, a mini episode or a little recording to send to her like well wishes. Like everybody wants to say anything to her, we can send that off to her. Oh, like a big uh, extended clips of greetings. And- yeah. From all her fans. Like, you know, I don't know. I thought that might be she would, fun. She would love that. I'm going to well, send, yeah. I, you know, and I don't know I, if I send out the tweet, she's going to see it. But still, that's fine. I, I think it would be fun to do. I think people would like to do it. Well, I mean, I think she listens to this podcast. I know she's at least confirmed listen to one episode, and I know which one it is. <laughs> well, she I, even confirmed the change of the, you know, the name and the format and so forth. And I think that's thanks to Raphael and Megan. <laughs> but well, like, I, I told her, I, I told her when I after I listened to the first episode, I'm like, oh yeah, this is like, this is definitely in good hands, and just uh-huh. had mentioned that i thought it was really good um and then she took it upon herself to to take a listen i believe yes and the episode one was actually 69 but yeah, she 69. yeah but she listened to the actual episode not the actual episode one but the where it says episode one which was right Raphael and me and uh ray morgan i think Yes. So that one I know. And I listened back. I'm like, oh, cool. She knows I, I give myself enemas while I listen to her show. God. <laughs> Grody. I um, honestly, honestly, Bobes, when I heard that, I had oh dear. an idea of what area an enema belonged in, but I oh didn't want to know. <laughs> Maggie. And, I'm, and Maggie. I was like going to Google it, but I'm like, I don't think I want to Google it. And then I think... Rafi brought it up when he was visiting and I'm like, yeah, what is that anyway? Oh and God. then we looked it up. Yeah, so you I... guys were having enema talk. <laughs> you, you didn't know what an enema was? No. Oh my gosh, did he, he did either? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, back it up. Beep. 
Uh, you ruined you ruined their ignorance is bliss moment because you really don't want to know what that is. Yeah, search, I mean, I never search had history. A, yeah, I never had a reason to know before um, until until now. Thanks, well, thanks welcome. to you, Bogues. What a gift you've given. <laughs> Congratulations, Allison. Congratulations, Daniel. I'm so excited i don't know what their new plans are for a new podcast but how fun would it be to do like a baby parenting new like a, whatever type of podcast that maybe i've been advocating to- for a long time that al hashtag al have like a guys night chat yes and i would love to see allison and jenna have just a i, I love greg and oh, Daniel that's and such al, a good idea but like jenna is kind of got like a year's head start on yes her. that's true right. Um, that would be brilliant i would love to listen to that i like that so she could be kind of like the 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 big sister like i've gone through this for a year so right and then also uh hashtag al and daniel having just like a guy's nerd out yes you know originally when when greg joined the show i was advocating for the pod couple between I think between, that was my idea. Yes, between <laughs> Al and Greg because they were but, so opposites. Right, but you did come up with that gold. That 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 is a great title if they ever did it. <laughs> yes. But, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna push for that. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, you actually reminded me of something they were talking about today. I didn't realize. I guess uh, Greg went to church with them. Because he mentioned the old guy talking to him. Yes. For yeah, he like, went for the bit. He went for Sam's blessing. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. And got to meet Janae and her leopard print. I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, I wish she would come on. Uh, I love hearing about Janae. Just Cause... me or everyone, I have a secret crush on Janae. Although, <laughs> although I've never seen her. <laughs> I saw a picture of her before. She's very pretty. Really? I feel like I might. I feel like I, I might can't fight remember. Greg, I, though. I think Jenna showed you might. me on Instagram or something. Adam, you might yeah. have to fight Greg on that one. Yeah. If Greg and Iola don't work out, there. yeah. I'm I'm there on the Google picture. now. <laughs> I can hear it typing <laughs> type away. You're like I'm on it. What I'm confused by is that they talk about her being like such an eccentric, and like she's always putting her children in the spotlight, but she won't come on the goddamn podcasts. I know. It's like I that would be just so epic and I want it would it Adam that's what you need to also gun for this is just the mom roundup I, I can I can already tell them how to do this <laughs> uh, <laughs> Je- Jenna and Al if you're listening make a big deal about not wanting her on the show <laughs> because you don't want her to tell embarrassing stories about a young Jenna oh, <laughs> her wow. yeah and she will be chomping at the bit I promise you are good you are very good well, okay, you know, now that we're talking about Jenna, let's talk about happy birthday, Jenna, happy 30th, welcome to the... Oh, yes, happy birthday. The club that I'm not in anymore. Yeah. Me neither. Long <laughs> time ago. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. I, I think it's funny that she was not looking forward to it, or you kind of build things up. Numbers always get built up in your head. I think 30 was kind of big for me, but I ha- was ha- I had my kids at 29 and 30, so I think I was not really caring about my age. I was like, I'm a mom now, cool. Right. I was the same. I my son was born when I was 28. My daughter was born when I was 29. But my birthday was the next month. So I was almost the same as you. Just different priorities all of a sudden. Where you know yeah. it didn't matter. You just don't even think about it anymore. When I was 20, I cried. I was like, Oh my god, my life's over. Um, Are you serious? 20 yeah. years old. 
20. I was pretty sad. I think because my teen years were over, my teen years were so horrible that I, I, it was like, well, there's nowhere to go but down. Like, now I'm 20. Now I have to be, like, actually, I was already moved out, but I mean, being responsible, more responsible and I don't know. I just had no life direction at that point, so maybe that was mostly part of it, but um, so Allison brought Jenna her cake with Nick Carter on it, which is so precious. And I love how she was getting all, you know, not not snooty, but when when Daniel was like, so which one is that? Is that like Lance Bass? Yeah. She's like, come on. <laughs> and that's the same as me because I'm like, I have no idea. They are all the same to me. Um, Damien, I believe you might have something to say about this one. Right, right. This whole thing is like, my my stepdaughter is almost the same age as Jenna, and she liked, uh, what's his face too, um, Nick Carter. <laughs> That's better. And that was this whole thing too, confusing the boy bands. I've been through all that. Like, which one is this guy? But he had uh, she she had a bunch of pictures of him on her wall as a teenager, and it was so funny because my son, I guess she was like a teenager. My son was probably like five or six. One time I forgot they brought up his name and then my son goes, oh, do you mean Amanda's friend, Nick Carter? <laughs> like, oh. like he just thought they were friends. Like, oh, oh yeah, my friend. She's got his picture on the wall. That's precious. <laughs> Adam, boy bands? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> to all of them. You're no, in, I, you're I really had no idea who, uh, I, I had no idea which band this one was associated with. Oh, <laughs> Adam! You didn't know it was Damien's stepdaughter's friend. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I I didn't know that he knew celebrities. Um, no, I didn't know. The my ex- experience with boy bands is that uh, I own the In Sync Christmas album. Oh, that's a great <laughs> album. And it I, is. And it, I, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Christmas I, I still music. play it. Yeah, I'm a 30 year old male and I still play it and I'll, I'll happily fight about it if someone feels that strongly. Uh, but that's pretty much the experience with my boy bands. Uh, I definitely don't want one on my cake. That's ru- that's ruining a good cake. <laughs> you don't want a big slice of Nick Carter. <laughs> well, no, but to, but to be fair, uh, I don't, I wouldn't want, well, I definitely wouldn't want Brittany on my cake, but I wouldn't want a female pop star on my cake either. So it's not a, it's not I, a sexist thing. I think I have something to uh, put out there on this subject. I think you do. Jenna and I are almost exactly the same age. My birthday's in a couple weeks, and I am turning thirty. Happy so, birthday, June eighteenth. Thank you. Yep. Last year, J Bobes and I on June seventeenth went to at midnight. It was super awesome to see Allison Rosen win, and it aired on the eighteenth. Just a little Allison related birthdayness. Um, yeah, but I fucking love boy bands, but I was primed for it. I was like 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more of an in sync person, to be honestly, but I liked them both. Um, it's just that Justin Timberlake was like the heart throbbiest. Like Nick Carter was the, th- the throb of the Backstreet Boys, and Justin was the throb of. And I re- I'm realizing as I'm saying this. I know. Don't say that word throb again, none please. Of you- Oh, God. Well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm realizing that I'm nerding out, but none of you fucking care. But I know that people are going to be listening oh, yeah. and be like, preach, Funny. girl, preach. Hold on. I have, a, so... I have a question. Okay. I, th- uh, I thought that Aaron Carter was from... Uh... Oh, did I say Aaron Carter? I meant Nick Carter. Oh, wait, wait. No, Maybe no, you did. you did say Nick. He said Okay, Aaron. whatever. They're all oh. the same. Yes. They're brothers. <laughs> he was a solo dude. Oh, right? okay. Well, no, no, wait. Wasn't... Who's Jessica Simpson's husband? Nick Lachey? 
Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was ninety eight degrees. Okay, was one of the Carters in that band? No. Who is O Town? Oh boy. Oh, O Town is uh they were a briefly not like they were more brief and not as popular uh as Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. They came at the tail end of that time when like they were just they still are just shitting out boy bands. I mean, One Direction is like one of the biggest bands on earth. Um but yeah, O-Town was a blip. They had, like, two hits, and the leads, the th- heartthrob of that band was named Ashley. I don't remember his last name. So, LFO, I have a terrible voice. Uh, if you know LFO, you know, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I'd take a riff I had one wish. Is it the this. same band that sings I've Butterfly? N- no. <laughs> Listen, Enough with it's... your Butterfly. If it's not from 1996, I don't know. Like, if it's the best of Counting Crows, I've got it. Anything so past Butterfly, that, I don't know. Let me look it up. Let me look it I up. I feel like I'm listening to Japanese right now. Butterfly was Crazy um, Town. Butterfly me, was Crazy oh, Town. Oh, you're right. Crazy Town, yes. My we, uh, we have somebody to save us from this hell right now. Um, really <laughs> quick. <laughs> so, speaking of voices we love, welcome, Ray Morgan. Hey, gang. Hey. What's happening, guys? Oh, I had to jump on. This was epic news today. Yes. I love your enthusiasm, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so spill it. What do you want to say? Oh, I, I just wanted to chime in, man. I've been waiting for here. I'm pregnant so for so long. And it finally happened today. It was so awesome to hear. Pretty, we're over the moon here. Pretty crazy. I know. I know. Yeah, I think... I know. Uh, the 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 Allison people, as we've been called, are probably all universally celebrating today. I I think the consensus is tears of joy. That's I saw about five hundred uh, tw- tweets to that effect. Her Facebook post that where she was like thanking everybody and it had like seven hundred likes, which for her Facebook page Whoa. is, a, is I know that's that's a lot. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the only thing that this reminds me of that is on the negative side, and this is clearly on the positive side, but since Corolla fired her, um, things have not been this uproarious with with her fan base. It, although when Jenna ha- was having her baby, that that brought a lot of uh, a lot of chatter on Twitter and and stuff yeah. too. But this is just like crazy. Well, yeah. And Look, Jenna, right. obviously we love her, but she's fertile myrtle. So there was like <laughs> no buildup. It was like, I'm pregnant. So we got to just go on the awesome journey of her pregnancy and all that, which was fun. Now we had all before behind the scenes of it all. Yeah, I know. And I also know the reality of IVF because we went through it too. And, um, you know, each um, blastocyst has about a 25% chance so this is about a coin flip that it's that this round actually comes out with a baby but you know fingers crossed toes crossed whatever legs crossed do it all yes everything <laughs> everything crossed yeah we're yeah pretty that, i mean that that's something i'll just say it's something that as this momentum has been building throughout the day and all of these people i think that's why like when she didn't make the announcement like, it was very, it wasn't like Oprah announcing everyone got a new car, which yes. is sort of what I was envisioning in my head for, <laughs> like, too. as this was going on, I'm like, she's going to, you know, when this does happen, she's going to be like, I am pregnant. But I, you know, there is this 
reality going on that they addressed on the show and that you just addressed, Ray, that's like, uh, it's, right. it is not a sure thing and they just want to temper, you know, their enthusiasm for now, though how exactly. can you not be exactly. thrilled? Well, I- I mean, in our case, um, it was kind of devastating because, well, not kind of. Um, it, um, my wife miscarried it like 13 weeks. Oh. And, oh. And, that, and that's the point where you're like, okay, we're going through the first trimester. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it was, oh. it was awful. It was awful. Well, so we ended up adopting because what we did is a little different than Allison's. We harvested four and uh, put them all in at the same time. Whoa! And, oh, wow. And and one took uh, up till thirteen weeks. Man! Wow! But, but yeah, yeah. The, the the chance of one making it to a baby is twenty five percent more or less. So it's 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 not high. But I'm glad they have enough harvested so they have that insurance. You know. So after I'll never you... take it. I'll never take being a parent a parent for granted ever again. Oh yeah, but I mean, as far it, it worked out for me because we like hit kid lotto with our with our daughter. It was she's awesome, and um, mm-hmm. it, it couldn't have been better. I couldn't have made a better kid with my loins. <laughs> but, Yikes! <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm sure I'm a, with my family history and my wife's family oh my history God. combined. It could have been. I a hope that's the last time I ever hear you say my loins on this podcast. <laughs> I, I never will again. I promise. Well, you interrupted a conversation about throbbing Backstreet Boys and whatnot. So, oh, did, did you see the picture of the cake? No, yes. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, oh, they I, have a it, video and everything. It did yeah. look like Andy Warhol. <laughs> <laughs> that's who they're trying to. Who is that, Andy Warhol? Yeah, that's what Greg said. He's like, is this Andy Warhol? <laughs> like, of course, he doesn't listen to that, right? <laughs> right, and yeah, Jen is a real huge fan of Andy Warhol. <laughs> oh yeah, the cake thing—that was really funny. It was also funny they were talking about bringing the cake on the car seat, and they need like a cake carrier, which that could be their first million, by the way. A little. Something. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if Abe Lopez listens to this, but he's definitely a big fan of both of those shows. And he sent in a JMO about strapping in his fast food into a seatbelt uh, along like last year. So maybe he needs to design some sort of cake box strap situation. I think the answer is put it in the trunk. But um, yeah. from from what Allison talks about, like how her like clutter life is, there probably is. No room. You could put on like the bat, like the ground on the back seat. I That's what I was thinking. Just put it on the floor. But you know, my friend knows? made a cake for my other friend's uh, baby shower, and it was a heart in the middle. And she put it in the back. And by the time we got to the place, it looked like a giant sagging vagina. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> From all the jostling. Cake ever. It's okay. Never again, Ray Morgan, about your loins, and never again, Bobes, about giant sagging vaginas. That's I don't want to think about it. I love the way you said sagging. Sagging. (laughs) We're gonna get back into that. Ah, geez. Here we go. (laughs) Speaking of sagging vaginas, do you guys like persimmons? Nope. (laughs) They're the most disgusting thing. I, I. my grandma, well, okay, they live on an avoca- avocado orchard. They, so they Whoa. sell, yeah, avocados in South, uh, South, Southern, well, South County, I guess. So by San Diego. And, but they also have like a ton of other fruit trees and stuff, and they always have an abundance. So 
when I used to hang out with my family, I used to get bags of avocados and persimmons. And it's like, what am I supposed to do with these things? They're disgusting. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know that persimmons were outside. I didn't know that you had them in California. I'm in Missouri. Oh, you have them there. I thought yeah, it was a Southern here. California thing. That's interesting. No, okay. In fact, I, th- I thought that you had to have cold weather to have persimmons because oh, the seeds are crazy hard. And so they have to be split open, at least here, the, the type of persimmon we have. They have to be split open by ice. Otherwise, the oh. seeds can't germinate. That's uh, and interesting. Also, uh, Megan can maybe relate to this. I don't know if you had persimmons that far north or not, but if you cut the, if you cut the fruit off the seed the seed has a shape on it and it's either shaped Hmm. like a fork, a knife or a spoon. Whoa. And the shape, the shape of that thing on the, on the seed is supposed to tell you what sort of winter you're going to have. Whoa. Get out of town. We uh, have so many persimmons. Like they just grow everywhere around here. I'm totally going to do this. I thought you were going to say it was going to be a shape of a vagina. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, well, I guess the spoon kind of. You're thinking about a lot of vaginas. Apparently, so. it's on my mind. <laughs> what they say is that if it looks like a spoon, get out your snow shovel. Ha 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 ha. Uh, because it's okay. going to wow. snow. That's totally and, uh, interesting. Yeah. Look it up. It's a thing. And then loquats grow like crazy around here, too. And I didn't realize they were only ripe for like two weeks. But it is true. The whole tree is full of these fruits and they go bad. They do go bad quickly. But my kids love them. And they are weird because they don't have, they have, like he was saying, like Greg was saying, there's like one seed or four seeds and they're weird. I don't think I've ever had one. They look like little apricots. They look like the kind of berries in a, because they're huge trees usually. And they look like the kind of berries you don't, you don't want to eat. They look like they would be poisonous or something. They're weird. Uh, I'm sorry, you're talking about persimmons or the, or the other thing? The loquats. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I've never had one of those. What are those called again, Lisa? What? What are those called again? Loquats. One more time. <laughs> Loquat. All right, thank you. <laughs> are you taking? <laughs> are you making clips of your own, sir? Yeah, I'm making my own ringtones. You can find you can find them on Gumroad. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> of, of of new ringtones, wiggle wiggle wiggle. That's pretty funny. It's that funny was funny because there are, the ringtones I really really want are especially like anything Greg related because every one of his drops makes me laugh. Although I'd probably never answer the phone. Well, I don't anyways. But the wiggle, 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 that's pretty funny. And I like that Colonel Jeff just kind of threw it out there without, I guess, everybody knowing. Yeah, I wanted uh, Jody Sawyer, everybody, to be my text tone for a long time. And Raphael, I know you're listening. Next time you visit, we need to execute that. Because I, even though I'm a professional video person, I have no idea how to make a ringtone of, out of something on my phone. But Jody Sawyer is like one of my favorite drops. This Thursday episode was pretty epic. I am so excited for them. I'm excited for everything. I'm so excited that her kids, you know, hopefully she has them and everything goes well. But her kids get to be raised with Jenna's and Al's kid. They get to know each other, grow up together. Um, uh, Allison's nephew is what, a year old or less? Maybe less. And so... Just, I don't know, having, I always wanted to, well, I always want to have a, a nice sister, but having a sister to have kids with at the same time, I always thought that would be so much fun to just go through it all together. One of the things that I really liked about this episode is that uh, they all have like a good chemistry on air, but it was neat to think that uh, Jenna talked about Allison had sent her a picture of a mound of pregnancy tests 
it's nice knowing that they're all genuinely friends. Like Greg and Iola and uh, Daniel and Allison mm-hmm. went to the blessing for Sam, and Allison is you know talking to Jenna about it. So you know what? That's really it, true. You can put together people, and they can have dynamics on the air, and that's great. But you're right because them hanging out outside of the show is just it, it just shows how true their on air really is. It just and I think that's why she has such great a great fan base is everybody can pick up on that. Yeah, and I feel like I'm her friend, even though I don't even know her. I barely said two words to her. Well, that's what she wants, right? That's true. I was thinking about this earlier, how like the the support that she's been shown by the fans today. And similarly to, to Daniel, I also have a boner for community. So having like this togetherness feeling with, with fans and feeling like we're all our own little community. Like I think that her just being a fucking good, caring kind person you know you she just puts that out there and that's her and then it it comes back comes right back at her you know in the best way possible where you know we want to give her the kindness and support that she's I mean I I guess you know I I have emailed her about like my problems a hundred times so I don't know what it's like for for everyone else but I I like feel cared about as a fan like I, uh, I think that she actually cares, and I love that we show her support right back. I've said this many times. I think Allison's got a lot of things going on, but the top of the list is she's sincere and she's she she does care. I mean, it's obvious her sign off is "Thank you, goodbye, I love you," right? Uh, you know, that, how many? I, I don't really keep track of who says that, but I know her, she does it and Jenna does it, but you believe it. And, and how many times like the comments of the week or when people have sent her letters and she's read them and you know, whatever she said, it's, it's obvious to me that she's a concerned, caring person. Um, you know, if you've ever had a Twitter exchange with her or seen some of the ones she's had with fans, She's a true, honest person, which is it's very refreshing. Yeah, especially and, for people who are celebrity types. Right. Like, that's really, really different. And, like, my first experience is <clears throat> I, I think she's, she has a soft spot for people who are feeling lonely or are, who are, like, have, like, sort of a broken wing going on. And I know when I first started writing to her, um, I was, like in a bad place, like living in my parents' house, like in the basement, because I was fresh out of a breakup and was a, then I moved to LA and I didn't, I moved out without knowing anybody. So I really felt alone for a long time. And during that time, that's when uh, her podcast on its own just started taking off right along that same time I moved out here and felt really alone. So I had just been writing to her, like, uh, just, just knowing mostly just like, I doubt she'll read this, but it feels good to say it. And she just felt like a safe person to to open up to, uh, particularly about like things that she would say in her show, which in the very beginning was dating related and having coming out of a breakup. That was that was a big thing, and I would open up to her about that. But now that um, like I'm actually in her life more in some ways, we I have times where I'm like. Oh, like I wish I could just write to Allison's show like like I didn't like like she didn't have a face to put with me because it's like at times when 
they're like not like oh my god I need therapy times but I'm just like going through something I need to tell someone something and for years it was just writing to her show just like feeling kind of like uh you know she can't know me so like what's it gonna hurt to just put my feelings out there to somebody but she was listening and she was reading and like getting to know me through these things which is something that I never really expected and now when I'm going through something I still go to her and it and it's weirder because I feel like I'm a burden almost like oh Allison doesn't need to hear about this shit (laughs) but like but my go-to for a long time was like telling her what I was going through and like how I felt about things and she has been she has given me thoughtful responses every time I've I've put my feelings out there to her um and I know that she has talked about on her show when like teenagers are going through things or like they really feel alone she's actually there for them in the same way that she's been there for me um so yeah, she deserves all the goodness in the world. She's incredible. She's incredibly supportive and incredibly caring about about people who are going through a rough time, especially. That was long. <laughs> edit that, edit, edit that no, down. No, don't, don't edit it. Don't. That no, was great. That was perfect. I would never... I feel like I'm overstepping when I just ask one little question sometimes and I'm like, oh, but she's so cool about it that I know she wouldn't be bothered by it and she is caring and... I think you guys are friends, okay? Which also <laughs> reminds me, Jenna talking about her date when they went to the oh my god to the so corn funny. maze because <laughs> he pushed her out of the way when they got scared. He um, did a Costanza. He did a dr- I wrote that down <laughs> in my notes. George Costanza pushed his grandma out of the way in her walker when it was fire. Oh my god! Talk about showing your true colors. She tells a lot of bad dating stories where it just seems like she would attract more of the nice guys. But speaking of nice guys, could Al be a more of a nice, sweet husband? I mean, we all know he's a great guy. I, I love Greg's reaction. Yes. <laughs> he's like, I should be learning from you, Al, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to change. You're too good, Al. Oh, well, I understand his point, to be honest with you. And I'm more like Greg than Al for sure. But. You know, it's like, uh, you ask me every day why, you know, it's so tedious. But at the same time, I love how uh, Al's just like, uh, you know, like, he, he doesn't even care, doesn't phase him, and he's ahead of the game, and he's doing something right. Somebody raised him right. I have a couple things. Yes, go. Poop on your butt is back in the best way. <laughs> that got so overshadowed by Allison's baby news that it's like, yes, that was awesome. And he that remix yeah. is pretty rad. <laughs> It was cool. I liked it. It was perfect because it can also, like the thing about trap dog songs is a lot of them don't make for good underbeds. So you can't just like fade it out and keep it going. Mm. But it covered all its bases. It kept in poop on your butt, which is the best part. And she can keep it like underneath playing or actually talking about the dog. I have breaking Janae news. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And now we know why he's been so quiet. Oh, do tell. I've been... I've been spelling it wrong for the past hour. I'm going back in. So, is she doable? Oh, wait. Cut that out, Raphael. Don't, don't cut that out. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep is it in. Is she dateable? She's I very pretty. Out, I still in. can't find a picture of her. Oh, I barely okay. spelled her name right. Next time Rafi is on, he can point you guys in the direction of a good, 
or uh, of a Janae picture because he's told me he's seen one on Instagram. To be, I was to looking be for it too, and I couldn't find it, but I remember seeing it, and I remember thinking, "Oh, she's very pretty." To be clear, we are all, especially me, but we're all creeps for talking about this, right? Just you, probably. Just me, just me, or everybody. <laughs> just you. <laughs> That's a just you. <laughs> I have just one yeah. more thing, though. Yes. Oh. Um, I chew, I chew my toenails. I always have. Totally. Ew. I, we just embrace the creep. I saw that tweet that you sent, and yeah. I was totally grossed out by it. Wait, I have a question. Do yeah. you chew them while they're attached I, to you? I, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm not an animal. Oh, are you not? <laughs> That's your case? You... No, I'm I'm okay with your reaction, because I, I started to learn, I started to learn how... How weird it was after. So when I was in my first domestic relationship, anybody ever in public or in private doing that? Maybe. Well, that's the thing. I didn't know it was a thing that was weird. And then when I had my first domestic lesbian relationship, where I was living with my girlfriend, she's like, "What are you doing? No." And I'm like, "You did that in front of her." I didn't. I didn't do. I wasn't just like, "Well, it's no nail biting time." But I think she just like. We lived in the same house. Like I think she happened to she have witnessed it. this. She probably said, "Hey, you need to cut your toenails," and then you just stuck your foot in your mouth. If we ever needed, <laughs> if you ever needed an example of how all loving relationships are equal, regardless of gender, this is it. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm sure that I've had, I've been on like the other end of similar conversations of, "Why are you doing that in public?" Uh, yeah, but here's my yeah. here's my question about the toenail biting. I'm confused about the flexibility. You don't have to be confused. It's just plain and simple. I've been biting my toenails all my life, and that flexibility has maintained. It's okay. Everyone, well, everyone that's what I was going to say. Her, her girlfriend should have been. <laughs> yeah, maybe she well, saw the benefits of the flexibility. Well, yeah. So this is these are the two kinds of responses that I've gotten is like from that girlfriend i'm like oh okay this is disgusting i can't i can't tell anybody about this but i've made it a point to share it with future girlfriends just because i'm like hey by the way this is just something you need to know about me and i've told my past two girlfriends that and they're just like that's weird but that's pretty impressive that you can do that hold on a second Uh, yeah i I found a picture of janae if you go (laughs) back to Mother's Day, I want to say last year, or was On it Instagram? this year? Yeah, it's a picture of Jenna with her mom, and they're at a baseball game. All right, All right. let me see. Hold on. I'm, I'm I knew I saw this right, out. Adam, what's your question about the toenails? Because I have some uh, comments and questions. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was going to say that right now, on mic, I'm going to attempt to touch my toe <laughs> to my head. Oh, fun. Yeah, everybody, give it a try. I don't Wait know, till he screams I... when he tears a muscle. <laughs> or oh, wait, else, that's or totally girl. possible. Well, I'm never buying toenail clippers ever again. Exactly. Ugh. Waste of People. money. There is there, there are some toes that are more difficult than others to bite. I mean, the, the pinky can get pretty tough. But now, hold, on, now, hold on a second. Do you care if your girlfriend has jagged toenails that are chewed off? Or do you like them nice and smooth? I don't pay that much attention. Like you and don't I want a jaggedy. I think mine are smooth because it's the thing. I bite like so. This is why I can do this on my toes because I really just give it like one good. Wow! I never thought I would be talking about this. <laughs> <in> this <laughs> We're going deep. Oh my god! I 
I just things got really real for a second so here. So your girlfriend hasn't said nails? No. No, I haven't <laughs> my current girlfriend I haven't bitten my my toenails in no, front you're of. No, holding back I, for uh, the, the bloom's not day. off the rose yet. Yeah. That's that's something that I think I'm going to keep private from now on I've learned. It's maybe like socially unacceptable, but nursery maybe. This so goes this back is... to the Ben Glebe episode when she's getting the shot and holding her farts. In. Yes. There <laughs> and you she go. was totally there serious. Like, I'm romantic. I do that. It's like, that's the perfect example why it's so unromantic to be living with anybody that you love <laughs> or you want to have sex with. For real. I was wondering, too, did anyone else wonder if she was serious or not? And before we move on, I can just say the reason why my toenail biting is efficient and works and is not jagged is because I just give it one little nip and then I rip the rest. Go on. When I was little, I did bite my toenails when I was a kid. <gasps> I had that flexibility. That's I remember awesome. doing it, and I'm pretty sure I had an adult be, like, disgusting. I, I, I was under f- 10. Um, yeah, I, 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 I see babies stick their feet in their mouths. Oh, they, they do it all like, the time. Uh, yeah. And for some They're reason, that's not gross. But they don't have uh, fungus yet. So here's my other question. The toe and foot fungus aspect of it you're not worried about that transferring that to your well, mouth? you know if you have athlete's foot true but we're... yeah i don't have toe fungus that's... okay that's... so we'll scratch yeah. that yeah, off she's a this. she's a lady yeah okay. come on now okay it checks out it's okay <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm my I'm, other thing I'm... did you ever what get a toenail stuck in between your teeth and like you have to go like uh floss it out or something no okay okay fair enough like mm-hmm. I said, checks out. All right. Uh, I'm looking for Janae. The hunt for Janae continues on. Damien. <gasps> yes. Oh, I think I see it. All right, Damien. Hold on. Is Someone... it uh, with a like, cross-legged dude floating on the right? Like a split-screen picture? No, it's a picture of the two of them. And they're oh. in a stadium. And I read the caption. Oh, after. wait. They're in a stadium. It's Jenna's graduation from college. But yeah, it looks yeah, yeah. like it's at Mets. It's the Mets Stadium, or maybe Yankee Stadium. I can't tell from this picture. But it's okay. the two of them, and their their heads are pressed together. And okay. Jenna's slightly taller, and Janae Slower. has dark brown hair. Oh, sorry. Got it. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's an uh, attractive older lady. So you still have a crush? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. But but <laughs> again, still, I'll I'll have to fight Greg, and I feel like he's he's got that scrappy. <laughs> Surfers. Well, you have the inside track because he's married. <laughs> True. You could always go for Greg's mom, Nancy. What's she look like? I don't right. know, but she I'm likes going... marzipan, and she's Greg's mom, and she needs Whistler's to mother. Whistler's mother. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Where's my taboo button, Buzz? I'm so okay. hungry for Janae. It was Here, a Mother's I'll... Day post. I think Mother's Day last year. Yeah, I can't see. I, so I'm on the website, and I can't see dates. Here, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna know. send it to you. Okay. I'll, I'll send it to you in a DM. Okay. Here we go. Okay, I I got way into the deep end here. I think. Oh, this would be a whole lot easier if Megan followed me on Twitter, but she oh, doesn't. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> How awkward. Truth hurts. Um. Okay. okay. Before we move on to the next episode, here's here's this. 
I'm so into pregnant Allison, by the way. I'm already so yes. into There was a time at this table where we'd be doing snack chat, and this is not a joke. Allison would smell potato chips as they went by her station. She would literally be like, sneer. Yeah, she'd be like, mm, those smell like good chips. I'm so into pregnant Allison, looking over the bottles of water on the table to be like, is there more cake over there? Pregnant Allison wants to <laughs> yes. Love it. Love it. They, that's right. They're probably going to have some amazing snack chats coming up because Allison is going to probably let herself have this. Just she like, well, I'm better. pregnant. She better. Yeah. She has no choice. I, well, you know, people go crazy. I don't think she will, though. I think she'll go crazy in a good way. She's eating for she's eating for one now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about the Monday, June 6th. Sorry, Ben Glebe, you kind of got overshadowed, but um, it was a great episode, so I do want to talk about it still. Uh, return guest, game show host, Idiot Tess. Ben Glebe is like, hello, I'm here still. Um, <laughs> uh, he is a regular on the Today Show panel, which is interesting, but I, and I'll never watch that show, but I really love him on the show and I know he was on before and I believe it was on with another person that I didn't like and but he's still I, I just I think he was really really funny so um Damien what do you have for this I did enjoy the episode I think he's very funny um I enjoyed the time when he was one of the Thursday uh episode replaced uh, like temporary guest um but just I liked uh, you know the stuff they were talking about and you know, his general, like, hey, I'm not just trying to be, I'm not going for the cheap laughs, you know, like the dick jokes, and I'm trying to, you know, say something funny and interesting and smart and challenge people and use their brains, and I found that whole thing to be, yeah, you know, I like that. Um, I might watch a show now, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, I just think he's kind of a funny guy, and uh, he was a good guest, and they had a good conversation. Um, I mean, Allison's a very good interviewer and whether I know the person or I don't know the person, I, I always enjoy her conversations with her guests. Yeah. He said that, I believe it was the, uh, the him being a regular on the today show that he is a panel of men and they're like an expert in men kind, <laughs> oh, right. which yeah. I thought was very interesting. You know, it's kind of like ask, ask the questions or maybe he, his perspective. I don't know. Do you guys think you guys are experts in men kind? Megan, I think you, he, I think he said that they're, uh, that he goes on with Kathy Lee and Hoda, correct? Yes. Which that, number one, uh-huh. that has to be a blast because who doesn't love drinking at, at 8 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't watch the Today Show. I, I, I leave to work too early. but um, uh, So I've never seen that. But I'm actually really good at judging men's behavior. I, I always have been. Uh, I've had a lot of female friends or coworkers over the years, and they're always trying to figure out their relationships. And I'm like, you got it all wrong every time. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I don't look. Not that I would be able to figure it out if if the shoe was on the other foot, and I'm trying to figure out women's behavior. I'd probably be equally wrong. But girl, um, come sit on my lap and let me tell you how to well, run the show. Well, I'm not sit on my lap. <laughs> but it's just like you know, they're, they're looking at it from their perspective. And yes. And the thing, too, I noticed the, the major difference between men and women, in my opinion, is women think about things a lot more than men, and men don't think about things at all most of the time. Uh, <laughs> and I remember I had a coworker once, and she was uh, pretty young, and uh, she was dating a guy who, uh, 
I, I don't think he was really interested in her. And I remember she was talking to a couple people about it. And there were other women. And they were trying to, like, encourage her. And I was like, no, you're going this backwards. I go, you're rewarding his bad behavior. And she's like, what do you mean? And I go, well, you're spending time with him and having sex with him. And you like him, right? Like, this is a real thing for you. She's like, yeah. And I go, but you're not really in a relationship with him. And so I, I remember, like, like it all crystallized for her when I explained it. I'm like, he, you're giving him everything he wants, but he's not giving you anything you want. <laughs> and, and so, uh, you know, it was like an eye-opening moment. But, like, cause, but she was trying to, to – in fact, I've heard Allison talk about this, too, when she was younger, about, you know, the relationship she's had with men and, you know, the physical part. And, and it was like, men are – kind of simple but if you look at it too hard you're going to overthink it and you're not going to understand their motivation and uh you know i've been around all different types of men some are not nice some are you know some are nice guys and it's it's easy to for me to figure out the difference because i'm not interested in them so i can look at them objectively right and i think that in general women date potential instead of reality (laughs) right i can change them that's the worst thing yeah. Yeah, I remember when I did date guys in high school, I was always gravitated towards the dudes who's like I was like, "Oh, I know on the inside they're this." Right. Like, <laughs> when it's like, yeah, that that is so true, Bobs. They show me their nice side, but not anybody else and then all of a sudden they show you their bad side all the time. Yeah, I'd be interested to see or watch that panel of men and what, you know, I find I feel like I am not an expert by any means, but I get along very well with men. I have a lot of more guy friends, I think. I Well, I can just get along with anybody because, I don't know, because I'm nice. Because you're cool, that's why. <laughs> you cool. Because I'm cool. But um, I find myself, like, if we're in a big group of people and there's, like, guys sometimes gravitate towards each other and the girls, I usually gravitate towards the conversation that the guys are having and I understand their language more it makes more sense to me and more interesting to me a lot of the times but obviously closer relationships are more female because then I can relate on different levels for other things but I'd be interested to see this and see where he's coming from and what they talk about well I'm sure it's a lot played up for laughs too yeah that's true uh, gang I, I gotta run but um Thank you for having me on for these uh, few minutes. Absolutely. <laughs> Glad to have you. We love you, Ray. And uh, and um, uh, I just got one thing to say about Ben Glebe. Uh, he obviously wants a relationship with a scentless sex doll. <laughs> because he, he's not relating to females as humans with, you know, body odors and farts and puke and everything else that comes with that. Right. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, gang. I'll, I'll see you next time. Hey, Ray, take it easy, Ray. Ray Morgan. Take care. Eat more food. <laughs> I have been. I actually ate lunch today, so okay. Oh, thank you. Oh, good. You're, okay. passing out. You're actually passing out right now. You're not... Hey, uh, Allison DM'd me, said I'm doing the right thing, so I feel Aww. good. No. <laughs> no, 800 wow. totally I'm jealous. You got <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Okay, guys. Good night. I'll see you next time. Bye. Take care. Bye.
So Ben Glebe's uh, his first hour special on Showtime, Neurotic Gangster. That sounds interesting. He also sounds like someone that does a lot of things. Like she keeps having these people that do everything that kind of seem like they're really good at everything. But that's kind of how it is now, right? Like yeah. You, if you're, you can't just be a comedian. You have to be a brand. You have to have uh, a game show and be a talking head on Kathy Lee and Hoda and, uh, you know, have this active social media thing. And so I think a lot of these people that she's having on fill all those roles because that's how you succeed in, like, the new Hollywood, I think. Well, too, yeah. com- comedy has changed so much, and it's it's for the better for guys like Ben Glebe, who really is funny. If you haven't seen his special, check it out. Um, but we've gone from, like, telling jokes that have, like, a setup and a punchline to more storytelling yes. and anecdotes. And so you get you get guys who are funny, but maybe not necessarily at an A-B delivery. Uh, they get a better chance to, to tell their story. Ben Glebe, Mike Birbiglia, Aziz Ansari, all those guys are sort of stel- storytelling comedians and, and less like Dane Cook-esque. Thank God for that. I rarely say this, but this is a to- a good time to be alive in this era of comedy because I don't think I would really be into it as much if it was the way it was, you know, 20 years ago or whatever. It's I know they all g- get their influence through that, but like you said, that, that build-up punchline thing is just, uh, it's not hacky. I know it takes work, and it's just it's just not my thing. I love the story, the, you just feel like, I think that's how podcasts are becoming so popular because people are just talking and telling their stories, whether they're funny or not. It's just more interesting. It's more relatable. I think that everyone is starting to get on the same page of like the familiarity has just made it really bland, like similar to how sitcom comedies are and how poorly sitcoms are doing because they are all like on network television where you can't be edgy. So you're really limited to the kinds of jokes that you can make. Um, And people are just starting I think to see that um, that that um, it's just not it's, funny anymore it's, it's it's yeah it's pre- it's predictable if that's the only mm-hmm. kind of stuff that that you're gonna put out there and it eventually it, it gets old so you need to start pulling from your own life and being authentic and uh, people are drawn to that because it's not just the same old like formulaic joke material that that people have have heard um, their whole lives. This is a change of pace really quick, because you were talking about diet with uh, with Ray there, telling him to eat more. Yes. So Ben Glebe and his diet, the only way I've ever lost weight is exactly the way he's doing it, and it's not the healthiest way. It's just restricting your calories. I didn't, I've never done gluten-free, but if you eat, like I was doing probably what Ray does, which is horrible for a man, but I was doing about 900 calories and you lose weight fast and you don't have to exercise and you can eat more actually than you normally are. If you, it's not about calorie counting. That's the healthy part. It's about making it count like quality calories, but it's just going to be another yo-yo. You know what I mean? It's just, you have to get, you have to change your mind about how you look at food, not try and trick yourself into like the easiest way to lose weight. Yeah, that that doesn't work. Uh, Also, I've said this on Twitter a couple times this week. 
uh, because Ray and I, we didn't get into it, but like we discussed it. I'm not a nutritionist. I am in no way a trained professional. Uh, I am someone who used to be much fatter than I currently am. That is my only experience. So please keep all your keep all your letters and like legal <laughs> ramifications. No, I'll write I, a letter right now, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I am Every, not a professional. There are so many fans right now writing a letter to you. It's it's ridiculous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're gonna get special many letters in your mailbox in about two weeks. That'll be the fir- if I get any letter, that'll be the first letter I've gotten in months <laughs> because it's 2016 and why am I still getting letters? Yeah, when I'm tweeting you, I'm <laughs> yeah. Send me an angry tweet. Uh, it's at Zanira Park. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, she doesn't follow me. She'll, getting, so she'll yeah, I was gonna say know. getting back at me. I get, I yeah. get it. All right. Uh, so, what do you think about my fit foods? What do you think about the whole thing? I mean, it's probably fine because all they're doing is giving you a very defined amount of calories. They're probably like using better ingredients than what you're going to find at your local, you know, Walmart or Kroger or whatever. Right. It's better so, than Lean Cuisine for sure. But but also I, I promise and the, the bone I had to pick with Ray is that he was like eating 800 calories a day, which which one is just I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Oh, now I see that Megan is following me. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, just I was in. the whole time, wasn't I? No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Weird. I'll, I'll, not, I'll not have my emotions toyed with like this. It must have just been a delayed... I don't know. Let's, oh, okay. I, it's a Twitter I glitch. Imagine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> how, how convenient. Uh, yeah, if you're a grown-up, please don't eat 800 calories. One, you're going to immediately gain weight when you go back to eating a, a healthier amount. But two, and especially, uh, I don't want to pick on him, but like he, I think he said he's forty-eight or you know close to fifty. Like your ability to repair muscle and bone starts to shut down as you get older, anyways, and so depriving yourself of calories like that is just gonna speed things up. But the program that Ben is on, I'm sure, is it's just a, a clearly defined set of calories, and like you said a minute ago. They are calories spent on foods that are are better for you. Ray said Ray said earlier this week, "Well, I eat eight hundred calories, but like breads and pastas are fine, right?" Ah. I was like, I was like, I was like, no, you're number. If you're only going to eat eight hundred calories, please do not waste them on like empty sugar and carbs. But yeah, I, I'm glad that it works for Ben. I I would not haul that stuff around in a cooler. No, all over it. <laughs> all over the country and Canada, but I guess it's also good though. If you think about how much people have to travel, there's no good food for you on the road. So I don't know how people can stay on a diet or maintain any kind of health unless you bring it or have a personal chef come with you or something, especially an airport. You got to know where to go. You got to know where to get what you want. Right. His morning drink, which actually sounds like something I would make because I used to drink a shot of apple cider vinegar, for breakfast like as soon as i woke up just drink that because well oh, i was trying to help with my i've tried oh. everything for my system but also i've heard it's very healing and very good but it seriously burned and my stomach would hurt for like a good hour so putting it with all the other stuff that burns would be really good uh no but like diluting it and stuff i think that would be good that i think i'm gonna try that that's for- a really common i'm not sure what the purpose is they say that 
so a really common one is a cup of warm water and like a shot of apple cider vinegar and honey and lemon juice and pepper. Oh yeah, you, that cayenne thing. Yeah, and you mix it all up and drink it. And it it's probably an appetite suppressant because it probably bloats you. <laughs> yeah, it makes you bloat. Uh, but I can't imagine again, I'm uh send all your angry tweets to uh at Zanera Park. <laughs> oh my god. But gosh. I can't I can't imagine that that is it has any sort of scientific basis for making you I'm sure it probably doesn't fat. do any weight loss, but I think I know cranberry juice is very good for your system, especially unsweetened, like the real stuff. That's good for sure. your digestion and your kidneys and all that stuff. Lemon's good for you, and apple cider vinegar I've heard has got many, many good properties to it. So if anything, just starting the day off with something good before I have my Big Mac or whatever later, start it off right, right? No, because no? okay. you're, you're just undoing it. But he, the the thing about the the unsweetened cocktail is really important. Uh, if you drink cranberry juice that tastes good, it's not good. Anything right. that tastes good is not good for you. Right, absolutely. Especially in the juice department. You know, you can get a taste for it, though, because I drink uh, sometimes grapefruit juice that's unsweetened or, you yes. know, whatever. Yep. And at, at first it was tough, but now I like it. Yeah, yeah, I'm the I'm the same way. It's grown on me, um, but most people think, oh, well, I'm drinking juice. Uh, Vinny Tortorich, I feel like Megan's gonna come through my computer after me. But <laughs> Vinny, the uh, like sort of the health guy on Corolla's show, talks about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's another way to stay thin, by the way. It's just uh, so now I know why you. I stopped following you or <laughs> never did. <laughs> now it all makes sense. It was confusing because I'm like an Allison fan on on this podcast. No way, I'm not following them. Now I get it. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I have to cry. I'll be back in a moment. Cut, the, cut that out. I forgive you. <laughs> I forgive only you. That in. Uh, anyways, his point is that your body doesn't really know the difference between sugar. So if you are going to eat five grams of cane sugar or five grams of high fructose corn sugar or corn syrup, I should say, like your body thinks it's all the same. So you're not being healthier by drinking orange juice from a from a sugar standpoint. Right. Uh, you might as well just drink a Coke if you enjoy Coke more because uh, you're not being healthier by drinking processed orange juice that tastes good. True. And well, then, there are some vitamins in it. <laughs> well, yeah, but it is true. The unsweetened cranberry juice, though, is like pure, bitter cranberry disgust. But I used to drink a shot of that in the morning, too, just because I always I have like kidney issues. So I thought, well, I'll do anything to help everything I've got going on here. But I will not have the Big Mac, I guess. It's every, not, time it, I, every time I see a picture of you, you always look... Like youthful and vibrant and healthy, oh. <laughs> but then every time you talk about yourself, I just imagine an you with an iron an iron lung. <laughs> I'm podcasting now from inside an iron lung at the moment. Yeah. Um, I know. I well, obviously the pictures that I put out there are. Let's see. I put make makeup on and I'm going out this one time this year, so I'm going to take a picture of myself. <laughs> Just shoot it from a bunch of different angles, and then it looks like it's a bunch of different times that <laughs> yes. you've looked good. Yeah. There you go. I know. I did take some pictures recently, and I almost put them out. I'm like, mm, no filter? Maybe I'll do that soon. We'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, I just need a filter to follow me around. I think that'd be awesome. You know, he articulated the whole getting a phone call thing. Um, like, 
the most amazingly that I've ever heard because I hate getting phone calls and I know Allison does and I know a lot of people do and I know it's all about texting now but he got a phone call during the, during the recording and he was just like what are you just going to ring into my moment and it's like yes people want this instant gratification and people always say it's so old fashioned you, you need to make a phone call nobody phone calls anymore it's like yeah you maybe text first like hey do you have a minute you don't just ring into my moment I loved it <laughs> Yeah, I'm the I'm the same way. In fact, my mom called me. My mom called me yesterday, uh, like five o'clock, when I was close to getting off work. And I thought, well, this is it. Someone's died. <laughs> yes. Because because who like who calls me without without yeah. texting first? The last time I got a call from my brother, I thought my parents died because <laughs> because Jeez. he never he never ever calls me ever ever. And I thought, well, okay, if my mom died, my dad would call. If my dad died, my mom would call. Who the fuck would call me if both my parents died? My brother would. <laughs> right. Uh, but he bought a house and he was like, yeah, Aww. I bought a house. Oh. But yeah. Oh, and he's all, and by the way, parents died, but whatever. I bought a house. <laughs> yeah. Right. I got a call, We're I got a call last night. I'm in my backyard. I got a call last night at like 1030 uh, p.m. from an 800 number. And I was like, well, I'm not answering this. Nothing good can come of this at 1030 at night. And then, so I listened to the voicemail, and it was uh, a recording telling me that the fire alarm at my at my parents' house was oh. going off. Oh no! I guess I'm like on the call list, but I'm uh, I'm pretty far down the list. And you're n- not much help either, apparently. <laughs> and I'm not much help. <laughs> so they're calling everyone. <laughs> yeah. They're down to you. They've gone through a lot of people. Man. They really are because I'm nowhere. Nobody's near... like 800 number. I'm not answering that. <laughs> yeah, I'm nowhere near them. Two, I'm nowhere qualified to put out a fire. Uh, I don't know why they're calling me anyways. But Number one, your parents should have alerted you to the fact that you're on that list. Number two, that company should have something where it's not an 800 number showing up. It should say the name of the company, an alarm's going off somewhere, answer or, this fucking call. Yeah, like if, if your business is automated fire alarms, <laughs> then I want you registered with the phone company as... Holy shit, something's on fire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I'll answer that on my caller ID. Answer toot sweet. Yes. Yeah, but they have to be careful because then you'll get the holy shit, something's on fire. And then you're answering like, tricked you. We want to sell you something. <laughs> yes, it'll That's eventually true. evolve into that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running for mayor and you're, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, the phone call thing, I loved it because... It's more just an excuse because I do. I hate phone calls. Only people that call me are my mother-in-law and my mom. And actually now uh, I have a new person that calls me all the time. My mom does not call me as much anymore. She texts now. She finally gets it because her phone calls used to be so freaking painful. Um, because first you would call and leave a message and I would listen to it and it would like run off the answering machine where I'm like, I felt like I already had the conversation with her. And then she would call again and I'd have to go through it all again. But now she finally, she's got a hold of it, the texting. But she has a roommate who may or may not be her girlfriend who now calls me all the time because they're starting this business together and all this stuff. And she calls me from two different phone numbers, like back to back. I'm like, oh, hell no. You're not going to start bothering me now. I'm Hello? sorry. I'm, I'm stalking Adam's Twitter right now. <laughs> I'm, re- oh I'm really bad at doing more than one thing at you a time. You didn't want to hear about my mom being a lesbian now? I heard that and I was intrigued. I'm pretty sure she is. That's awesome. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm happy now because I, I, I didn't know for sure. You know when you just... She finally gave me more of a confirmation on Mother's Day. I kind of... Oh, because she Why don't you just ask her? I'd straight up ask. 
Well, she's had roommates before, lots of roommates, guys, girls, like, it doesn't matter. She always rents out a room, whatever. Mm. And so this lady, she was always inviting to our family functions. And it's like, okay, this lady's really weird. I don't understand her way of communicating, which is a lot of whistling and not talking. And a lesbian. (laughs) Yes. That's your biggest tell. (laughs) All they do is whistle. (laughs) They're Uh big whistlers. Um, So... I was just like, who, why do I, I don't want this lady at my kid, like at my kid's birthday or my birthday. Like, so anyway, she kept inviting her to things and I kept telling my husband, I'm like, unless they're dating, I don't want this broad anywhere around me. She's weird. She's just a weird mm-hmm. person, very weird person. And she makes the kids feel uncomfortable because she's, they're always like bickering and like, she, like I said, she whistles, like we'll run into her places and she doesn't say hi, wouldn't talk, nothing, just would be whistling and then, like, so, tell my mom that she totally loves us and wants to hang out with us. And I'm like, I don't get it. She just... Hold on. Okay. You can't, you can't just keep saying whistling and not... Ex- is she, like, R2-D2 whistling? <laughs> or is she, like, Like, she whistling? whistles to get your attention. Or, mostly, she's just whistling like a bird. Like, she's just... <whistles> just... That's it. That's her. She's sitting there whistling. Like, she's getting her hair cut at the salon that I go to while I'm getting a pedicure and doesn't say hi. Just whistling. And... That's very weird. Very weird. Okay, so, flash forward a year like she invites her always invites her last minute to things so this time it was christmas which i always make breakfast for my mom she comes over we open presents whatever she invites her and i was like okay i bought four bottles of champagne i'm fine with it i'm not gonna say no it's christmas but i'm totally gonna be uncomfortable around her because she's weird she comes over couldn't have been nicer couldn't have been like cooler did not whistle once she made my mom bearable. I was like, I don't know what happened. I think maybe she was just really nervous or I don't know what it was, but super cool. My husband and I were like, she's awesome. So now That's like so funny. every time we're doing anything, I always invite both of them. Huh. And also on Christmas, my mom showed me some ring that she got her and like all this other stuff. So I was trying to like add what? it up. Like, what finger is it on? Uh, she It's on her ring finger on her left hand. And, Whoa, oh, yeah, come on. and she told me she's like well it's supposed to be on my other hand i'm like your mom is whistling dixie my friend <laughs> only only she's not i don't know where <laughs> please let her name be dixie <laughs> no it's whistling, <laughs> it's whistling. Um, no she that is crazy i know so awesome. i'm like okay so my mom has never been happier like she is so like she was always so needy before like she really needs friends so i feel like i always had to be her friend and now she, once she had her as a friend, I thought, this is awesome. But now they're t- like, I guess together, she kind of, I had recently had a, an, a, a cousin come out um, as a lesbian this year. And then another cousin, uh, she is now a he this year, both of them. So my mom oh, wow. and I were talking about that. And she was like, I wonder what the family thinks about me. And I'm like, uh-huh. Tell me more. What about you? <laughs> you know? And she's like, mm. uh, you know, it's, it's not sexual. So I, I I don't know. I, I was just like, it's you know what? It's not sexual. It's just deeply emotional. And yes. I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. But it's not about sex. Right. They just want to buy a house together and they're starting a business together and all this other stuff. So I'm just super happy. And I didn't, I don't want to pry because I want her to be able to tell me like, she's pretty, we're open with each other. We can just be, I can be who, who I am with her, which is. They should just ask if you can be open. Yes. I and I just want to be like, so are you guys getting married? What's the scoop? I want to like throw the wedding. What's happening? You know, but. Going back to your uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas thing. Yeah. Just me or everyone. <laughs> isn't it the worst whenever you really want to hate someone and they're perfectly pleasant? 
I found it refreshing because I literally couldn't breathe. I didn't want her to come over and I was all stressed out and I was just like, great, another ruined holiday from somebody in my family. <laughs> and it was like, ah, okay, this is cool. I can handle this now. I understand it as much as I need to understand it. It's fine. Like, and anyways, so I might be, they're going to hire me to do some work with their job that they're doing. So she keeps calling me all the stuff. So I'm just like, don't start being that person that's calling me. Oh no, my mom doesn't, I don't answer the phone. She calls. No, I'm just kidding. I do. But anyways, we should probably save this for off air, but I have one quick question out of curiosity. What is the business they're starting? It is a tour company. They, that's how they met her friend, her girlfriend, I guess you could say is, I'm going to say it. Her girlfriend. <laughs> You've offended awesome. my delicate Midwest sensibilities. <laughs> um, it is uh, like, I don't know. You know the tour company like that does the TMZ tour and like all those, the Starlink. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they, she used to be a tour guide on that. And my mom oh. worked for that company. So they both, my mom did tours too, but she mostly did like selling of the tours. So they are leaving that company. And a lot of the clientele from the hotels are moving towards them because the owners of Starline are kind of shady and whatever. So they're going to do like this whole thing and we're adding onto it uh, like a, we have a lot of breweries in the neighborhood. So we're going to add that onto like doing like right. a pub, not a pub crawl, but like a get on the bus and go to different oh, breweries. Great. Taste That's a great idea. Thing. So yeah. So I'm going to be probably manning the phones for them and doing that. So that'll be That's fun. That's cool. That's fun. I am coming to Southern California in September. Are you? P- Ellie podcast? And, podcast? Uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to try to work it out for that. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to Palm Springs for my birthday ish nice. time. So I'm going to try to line it up with uh Podfest and that. But my point was I expect a discount friends and family (laughs) pub crawl ticket definitely we're gonna do a test run soon so i don't know when that is if you're around you can do it with us if not definitely you'll get the the allison people discount okay (laughs) i'm also frantically going through my twitter feed uh to make sure Uh, there's nothing that megan's gonna like take seriously so this is this is what i was looking at i was right I was looking at who you follow and realized I'm actually pretty Twitter compatible with you. You're in a oh, that's cute. Some, Twitter compatible, that's cute. Wow, twi- Twitter stuff. compatible. That's the, the nicest. Twitter compatible. Thing it about. is a little. I wanted to ask you about. Uh, you're an you're an Adam person, but your first people that you started following were Allison people, and then you started following Adam people. Your very first follow is sorry not sorry and Daniel Quantz. And then Al, and then Greg, and then Allison, and then ARINBF, and then uh, Jenna Kim Jones, and then Adam Carolla show. Mm. Yeah, but what's that about? The Carolla show is not fulfilling to interact with. True. It's there, not at all. It's it's not. No. When did you start your Twitter account? I feel like I'm under the the light bulb here. You are. Uh, <laughs> September fourth of 2015. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Hashtag Al randomly screamed. During the Sorry Not Sorry podcast, and I pulled over. Spontaneous Al. Yeah, random Al scream. Uh, so I had to pull over, and then I created Twitter just to tell him that. All right. So I apologize to my mom for outing you on this show. I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she loves that. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, I'm just gonna. My mom is also. Brittany, a don't don't. Are you serious? 
No, I'm just going to out her so Lisa feels better. Oh, okay, nice. What were you going to say about Brittany? <laughs> she's never going to listen. It's so. not an episode if I don't talk about Brittany. By the way, or mention Brittany. By the way, I thought it was funny because she's never been on here. And who knows if she's really real. Um, it's kind of like like uh, Agent Dale Cooper always talking to Diane on Twin Peaks. Like, oh, she, right. does he exist? <laughs> yeah, hi, quote unquote, Brittany, how are you? You just love her for her name. <laughs> that and she listens to your podcast and she's your friend and that's awesome. And she knows you're a lesbian mom, right? That's, I can imagine. She de- She definitely knows my lesbian mother. Brittany, come on and talk about Lisa's lesbian mom. She was the time. first person to text me this morning about Allison being pregnant, by the way. She's really? like, have you heard? <laughs> oh, Brittany is the best. She is. She's awesome. If she's if she's real. If she's not, she's a great figment of your imagination. I have great figments. Okay. Um, speaking of figments, how, let's talk about Farticate. Okay, I know we've talked about Farticate on this show before. And we talked about it already a little bit about the romance of farting. <laughs> and I know that Ray said that Ben needs some blow-up doll as, as a woman <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to pass any of his uh, measures. But I don't do that in front of my husband. If he heard the show, he'd be like, holy crap, you're never going to have anyone bothering you at all because you say the most disgusting things. And I think that's part of it. It's like, you just, I'm just totally me here. Um, I'm not going to fart, though. Sorry. <laughs> but I don't do that in front of him. I love the fact that I use a separate restroom now. I think having the more, the less you know, the better. And it I don't want to smell that and think about w- going to that area. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, I've never been like one of those people who goes to the bathroom in front of their spouse. Not that I'm grossed out about it or whatever, but um, hey, man, everyone needs their private moment, and that's one of them. <laughs> but it is not romantic to be I – mean, my husband's about to give me a shot to try and uh, for us to have our kid, and I'm going to tell him – you're, you should really love me right now because I'm holding in a fart or whatever. I'm really trying to hold in a fart right now. I would just keep that in. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, it's, it's common courtesy. It is, but you just don't need to say it. It's kind of like, and by the way, having a baby is the most unromantic, most uh, eye-opening. If I mean, even if you're just not looking down below, which I didn't allow that, you're still, you look a mess your epidurals are painful and crazy and scary and then you have your everything that you're going through is not pretty it's not a beautiful situation until it's happened and even then it's gross but it you know damien i know you said it was just like that moment is just so beautiful and like you could see through that but it there are some things you want to keep as a mystery still chewing toenails is one of them (laughs) oh god (laughs) yeah i learned that i don't i don't have a ton of input because i haven't been I'm in a long-term relationship where it hasn't gotten to even comfortability like with farting in my relationship. The farter kid, they talked about, you know, leaving the room and, and she was worried about bringing it back in, which yes, I know some people have those sticky farts that kind of like stick to you, but you do have to like fan out your pants or your skirt or whatever you're wearing and like kind of give it a minute. I think the one thing I do have to add here is was she kidding or no? I I think she was telling the truth and she just tried to make it into a joke. In the beginning, it sounded like a joke and I was waiting. And then the more she was like, but no, isn't that not? It just sounded very yeah. honest, like she, she got was a, really being serious. Right. She got a little defensive about it. And I was like, oh, maybe she's being serious, which I was like, holy shit. What does marriage do to a person? <laughs> 
Yeah. I have ahead. an observation about uh, a fan of Allison's show who I thought was a celebrity but just realized was not. Uh, and I suspect she probably listens to this show, but Hansi Copperfield. Oh, yes. Oh, right. uh-huh. She's been on here. She's been a guest. Yeah, I thought until just this moment, I thought that because I looked at her picture and it says she's like into comedy and music and whatever. She does I thought that was. I thought that was the woman that played Artemis on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. She's been in some other movies and comedy stuff, too. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was her for the longest time until That's just now. funny. Yeah, yeah she is, uh, lives in Canada, and she's been on this episode, or this episode. She's been on this podcast when it was JMO Patrol. She was BYOF'd. Oh, no, she's been on again, too. She's got a great voice. Yeah, she does burlesque. And I would love to have her back on, so Hansie. Come on back. You get. She's got a great voice. Yeah, I want to be on that show. Hansie, pop a feel of this podcast, why don't you? That's right. <laughs> That's a great handle, um, by the way. Good one. It really is. It, it is. Can I, can I uh, say something Glebe-related? Please do, because I'm, <laughs> I'm running out of stuff here. So the one of the first things I noticed as I was, as I was listening to this interview was that I think because of his lisp, it makes him seem so harmless. Like I, tr- like I was just thinking about it. I'm like, he seems so innocent and cute, and Aww. like I would trust him. And I, and I'm sh- pretty sure it's the lisp thing. Like I have the same thing. I didn't even notice he had a lisp. I don't know, but I, I have the same really? thing doesn't with he, doesn't he with men who when their voice crack when they're adult men who. When their voice cracks, I'm like, ah, it's one of those little endearing, like you said, like the harmless, I don't know. That was a JMO I was actually going to send in, but then I realized that yeah. Colonel Jeff does it a lot. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to <laughs> give that away. Oh. You haven't um, heard. But wait, do you, do you think that he, so you don't hear a lisp in his voice? You haven't heard about the hillside uh, lisper? <laughs> what are you saying? You're really proud of yourself now. <laughs> too proud <laughs> i have no idea That's what you're talking about the second episode where i cracked my own self up and nobody else <laughs> the the hillside strangler yes was somebody that uh correct me if i'm wrong was in the hollywood hills in yeah. like the uh seventies, 60s 70s okay. uh in the hollywood hills that would strangle people to death when you mentioned it it made me think i mean because I didn't identify it as a lisp in my head, but I noticed that he had a particular way of speaking. You yes, know. his intonation sounds like somebody else I could not pinpoint, unless I'm just remembering him on the show before. The other thing that stood out to me that I really liked about Ben was what he was saying about our two-party political system and oh, how like it, it's really fucked up. And I'd never actually thought about it in the way that he had expressed it and after I heard him talk about I was like wow that makes so much sense and I totally agree with him um is how like politics are in a way where like you have to be on one team or another and you don't really have room to just go about politics issue by issue like maybe I don't like abortion but I'm very socially liberal and liberal (laughs) now who has the speech impediment um And yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I totally get that. It, it's kind of fucked up how we have to be pigeonholed one way or the other. And having a, a government where 
we are always, you know, like you said, it's kind of like sports. It's like it's Democrats versus Republicans, like how to unite as a country um, with with that in place. Yeah, I'm not sure how that can. I think it needs to be a, a group of people to represent and it needs to be one party where it's not you're not pigeonholed into one thing. and You're not representing one side or the other, because I have a lot of views that are are very conservative and then a lot of views that are very liberal and i think meeting in the middle is the best way you're not going to please everybody and you don't want to please a lot of those people anyways but it needs to be more well represented you don't just want one person the system is it's fucked we're done yeah well (laughs) we've been done yeah but it's true because imagine you know if you feel strongly about certain issue like whatever like gay marriage or something but but when it comes to economics, you might be more conservative, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'd be really hard to vote for a Republican. Because, well, I guess it depends on what you value more. But for me, it's definitely more the social issues because those things are more important to me that people are, you know, treated equally and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. And the money thing is less important, you know? And But it... I bet there's plenty of Republicans who, I bet Jenna and Al are pretty conservative about a lot of things, but it, it would stink for them to have to make a decision about some of the other stuff. Sure, you know? I, I absolutely fall into that camp of uh, being conservative and identifying, Megan just keeps adding to her list of why she's not going to follow me on Twitter, <laughs> uh, but I identifying as a quote-unquote Republican but sort of what that used to mean, which was individual rights, states' rights, fiscal conservatism, uh, secure borders, <clears throat> and now that's been that's been changed so much and and kind of taken over by the moral majority and evangelicals right. so that doesn't that doesn't represent me anymore. So uh, my roommate has been canvassing for Bernie and. Uh, he, I had a conversation with him because he was trying to like get me out and vote and I was kind of, I didn't care that much. And one of the things that he brought up that I thought was really interesting and I never learned about before, and I can't remember the president, but back, oh shit, uh, I can't remember when, if you guys know better political history than I do, you probably know. But at some point, like, like you had said, the the kind of conservative that you are and what you find it to stand for, for yourself and your sure. own beliefs. And it, is, and it used to be that if, if you were, if you were a Southern Democrat, you that, are, yes, what, you are what yes. Republicans are now. Uh, right. So to get like the, the more people on the Republican party's side, they added this element of religion into sure. the Republican party to get more religious votes so that, they so that their party could grow and what, um, what so makes it, didn't it even used worse to be, the social stuff didn't used to be part of it really until you know the past like 30 years or something or 20 years whatever it was sure. all right why don't you head off the uh, jmos damien well on the monday episode there was one about a dog <laughs> and someone who called them puppies who sent that in oh that was me <laughs> <laughs> no but actually the one i liked was from today um it was Emily Tiffany, and I can't read my handwriting. I think it's Rina. Rina, yeah? I think so. 
where she talked about uh, she felt like a period um, was like uh, like a too harsh, right? I don't yes, remember how the exact yes. <laughs> it was curt, yeah. Right, too curt. That's the word. I do and, this, but you know what? I cannot. I'm more. I'm like one of those sticklers for grammar. Like if I can fit it in a tweet, I'll put the commas and the periods and all yeah. that stuff. I mean, like if I can't, I'll cut them out. You know, because you're limited. But if I can type a text or a tweet or whatever. I got to put the grammar in. I got to capitalize. I got to, and I don't get offended when people put a, uh, a period because I like it. I'm, and I wasn't like a great English student or anything, but for some reason I'm a stickler for grammar. I am too. And I do worry about the period. I always, to set the tone, I always do a happy face. So if I put okay period, I'm afraid someone's going to think what's wrong. So I just yeah. do okay, happy face. Just, and I know it's overused, whatever, but it's, my tone is okay cool whatever you know yeah i'm the same i i feel the same way that the the person who sent in the jmo felt about uh the curtness like i used to get email i was i would email with one of my teachers that i really liked and was kind of a mentor of mine at the time but he was so curt and straightforward and brief that Every time he emailed me, I thought that we weren't okay. Um, <laughs> What's wrong? What did I do? <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. There's just something like you just there's something not warm about it. But so yeah, I do little stuff like that. I don't even say like no to somebody. I say like nah, n a h, just like yeah, I'm cool. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> it's, so it's cool over here. <laughs> totally so, breezy. So yeah. Megan, what's your demo? Uh, Kevin said, even after popping hundreds of Pillsbury crescent rolls, it still always makes me jump. Totally get it. Um, and this reminded me also of uh, getting a glaucoma test for some reason. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. yes. There is nothing worse than getting that puff. That little puff of air. Air in your eye. Oh, yes. My right. daughter. You wear glasses, that. right, Megan? I guess you two guys yeah. don't. Because if yeah, because if you get your eyes checked regularly, the, one of the things they do is the glaucoma test, and it's a puff of air in your eye, and no matter how ready you are for it, you're not ready for it. Yeah, that's that's the I get the same feeling. Only of course amplified times like a thousand for the glaucoma test, but I feel the same way about the the crescent roll situation. That doesn't bother me. I don't know. I, I kind of get a little it. nervous about it, but not. Too, I always think it's gonna bust out the wrong side or something i'm gonna do it wrong or something like that but i do drink a lot of champagne and i get like a little jump every single time but it's kind of like yay and excitement and scared at the same time <laughs> adam what do you what do you have uh no no both of those were mine really? but i have an i have an urgent jmo and i can't i can't wait for allison to maybe answer it or not answer it just me or everyone when i do laundry if it's a pair of jeans, I zip the zipper up and button the button. Whoa. Or if it's a button-up shirt, I button up all the buttons on the button-up shirt before I put it in the laundry. Okay. Just I think that's you. a just you, man. That's that can't be o- true. That's some OCD shit right there. No, no, no. D- Dear internet, back me up on this. <laughs> I think you're going to get like a lot of... Dude, the internet just weird, broke. And then you're going to get some weird... Then you're going to get these random... I'm totally with you, man. And, and, it's, and she's, Megan's right. It's going to be the OCD people are like, 
yeah, I have to button it up and uh, uh that's only you and I will be interested to, I really hope that it comes out on a Thursday show cuz I'd like to hear that I'm, might be I'm, something Greg does or something. Yeah, I'm going to No, no, I bet I bet hashtag #al does this. Only if it saves time doing something. I think I think Jenna does the laundry. If it's an efficient thing, I think I think Al does. <laughs> but if yeah, it's an efficiency it's just... thing, I think he would. But if it's just an OCD thing, no, no, no. I I think that it maintains the integrity of the clothes because okay, hmm. hear me out. Hmm. Hmm. We've okay. gone down. We've gone down a rabbit hole. If you That's take... okay, we went down the the toenail chewing rabbit hole. Yeah. So let's go down this one. If you take a if you take a button up shirt, okay, like a guy's Oxford or girl's Oxford, right, which I often do. And you just throw it in the wash, unbuttoned. It's going to wrap around the spindle, and it's going to get stretched out okay, and twist, okay, twisted. Okay. But it does right. not happen very I've, often. I've had whoa, a whoa. lot of uh, things wrap around and get stuck on something where it's completely twisted and stretched out. So I'm right. I'm it's usually the sheets. I'm hearing, if you yeah. But if you button the shirt up and you, and you put it in the wash, even if it does twist up, it's not going to twist uh, opposite of itself. So, like... When you put it on, it's going to be the same. Okay, okay. That's the worst description I've ever given, but... No, but I understand. I'm not, I'm not sold, but I... I'm shocked. I I'm never going to do it, but it, it makes more sense yeah. now. <laughs> I have more, but we should probably be wrapping this up. I will send out a tweet about some well wishes. If you would like to send anything else, Megan, like if you wanted to send like a some sort of clip or whatever and like if you have something else to say to her put it in there if it's if it's something else related then don't but <laughs> should we yeah. email this to you or something or yeah email it to me you? use like a voice memo something and just email it to bfancast at gmail.com got it and i'll okay. i'll do something with that i think that would be fun i'm just glad she's doing awesome and and i think yeah definitely everything's going in her favor as far as everything's working out for her i'm happy about that but. I do think, like she said, um, she is kind of underrated. Like what she's saying, this is going back to Ben's show. But I liked hearing her say, like, I do think I deserve a little more props. Because uh, she's just not the type of, like, a lot of celebrities put themselves out there and sell themselves. And she just is who she is. And people are drawn to that. But she doesn't go out there saying, like, this is who I am. This is what I do. I'm this and that thing. And, well, it's, uh, it says a lot about her that um, Dana Gould, who's a friend of the Corolla show, happily went on her show. Not only like went on her show, but he had just gone through sort of a crazy divorce, or maybe still is going through a crazy divorce. And he has a bunch of adopted daughters. And he like really opened up to Allison, even though he's a friend of Corolla. And Fitzsimmons has been on there. And, right. Uh, yeah, and now, and all those now guys. she's... Now she's getting invited to Rosenthal's house. Yes. Right. I think yes. That Second time. Bill, Second Bill, time. like, is probably choosing Allison over Adam, I'm guessing, because they certainly wouldn't be invited together. Right. Sure. Well, I'm awesome. guessing so that he's probably still tight with Adam. Probably, but, I think, but the fact that she's invited says a lot. Right. I think that right. – I've talked about this before, and the fact that other people associated with Adam still deal with her shows – like sure. did, I don't know if anyone listened to her on the Joe Rogan show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. was a great, great show too. Great yeah. show, and you know, and they talked about it, and he was cool about not twisting her arm, you know, because uh, obviously she just didn't want to dredge up the get back in the mud, so to speak. But you know, it's obvious that Joe Rogan and Adam are good friends. You know, Rogan took over the man show after Adam and Jimmy left. Him and I forgot who else, but 
Um, I honestly, so. I I gotta I gotta like. I, honestly, I don't know if Friends defines it. I think he has a large platform. Like in in Hollywood, you can't call people out for shit. You just have to go along with assholes being assholes because they have power or because you need something from them or you want to use their Guinness Book World Record breaking platform. Well, yeah, I get that, shit. but but. If that was the case, then wouldn't it be all the more likely that they would be like, ah, screw Allison. I don't need her. I got, I need Adam. But they're still willing to say, you know what? I like Allison. She's good. She's she's sincere. She's right. all the things I that see. we say about her. You I know, and yeah. she was on, obviously, Brian's show right after she got fired, his podcast about movies. Um, and she's even been on Love Lines with Dr. Drew, you mm-hmm. know. Which, I mean, come on, if there's a more Adam person in the world, it, it can't be more than, I guess, Jimmy Kimmel. But, uh, you know, I mean, that just shows you to me that these people respect and like her. Um, yeah. And it's just Adam had the problem, whether, you know, justified right. or not, you know. Yeah, but, professionally, uh, she deserves a lot of cred. Right. And that's the one thing I like. Joe Rogan was like, hey you know, you're great. You're really good. And she is obviously we're her fans. So, (laughs) well, I think that's a a good place to end it. (laughs) Don't you think? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think she's awesome. I'm super happy for her. Um, I, we love her. So, and can't think of anything better than her having her kid finally or two or three or four. No, okay. But, yeah, too. <laughs> um, this was su- super fun. I'm glad that you guys were on with me on this super special episode to talk about this amazing news for them. Um, I want to thank everybody out there listening because, and I keep getting more and more tweets of pe- new listeners, and I think that's so awesome that this thing is growing because I love talking about Allison and I love meeting more and more people, and I love every week that it's different or the same or whatever it is. I love getting together with you guys and listening. I love that people are listening. Um, so if you are listening and you want to be on the show, just uh, email me bffancast at gmail.com and follow me on Twitter or follow the show on Twitter at bffancast and follow me at jmos and bffs and support Allison's show. Please go to allisonrosen.com and support her in every way possible because she's awesome. And now that she's got a baby coming or two or three or 3,000, we need to give her even more of our money and support. And Megan, where can we find you? Well, you can find me at Zanera Park. And I just made a new friend. His name is at Adam in a box. Primo Twitter following material. Amazing dude. Where can we find you, Damien? Uh, I'm at Twitter and Instagram at SuperDemC, and I'm happy to friend or converse with any other Allison people. And Adam, are you in a box? And where I am. We, <laughs> where can we find you? Uh, Adam in a box on Twitter, unless it's hate mail, in which case it's at, at Zanera Park. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Corolla fan. After she just pumped you up, man. <laughs> yeah, don't be hating. Come on. <laughs> oh, thank you and good night. We're having a baby.